Guys, welcome to Horror Movie Podcast. My name is Jack. You know what I'm going to say right now? Thanks for downloading this podcast. This is Grant Young's, but you're here today. Yes, I am. Um, we talked about Hocus Pocus songs on Tuesday. So if you want to hear some awesome songs from our sponsor, Spotify, check us out on Tuesday. Not really a sponsor. I, I just like to say that, though. You could imagine if they were a sponsor, how much awesomeness. I, you, you say that, but we're on Spotify. This podcast is on Spotify. Yes, we are. This po- podcast, by the way, folks, here, here's the podcast. I don't think you understand the, the meaning of the word sponsor. No, they <laughs> they they sponsor us by allowing us to be on their site. <laughs> right. Um, they reached out to Jack. Yes, they said, do you want to have this podcast on our site? And I said, sure. What's that entail? They said, just be awesome. And I said, well, that's easy. I come by that pretty naturally. Most days. Whenever I drive away from work, I'm awesome. All right, so um, we are available on iTunes. We are available on Google Play. We are, ava- we are, we are available on thehorrormoviepodcast.com. We are available on Stitcher, on Spreaker. We're available on um, revolverpodcast.com, uh, which is our podcast network. We're also available on Spotify. And now, you ready for this one, Grant? Yes. Guess what? We have made it because we are on iHeartRadio. Oh, yeah. 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 We're big time. You know what else is big time? Fridays. It's Friday, Grant. You know what that means? <laughs> oh, yeah. Guess what? Fast forward. All available on Spotify, folks. Man, I hate her. Has she sang it yet? Here it comes. Here we go. It's Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. That's right, it's Friday. <laughs> that means the Hormone Podcast is on. And this Friday, we're bringing you some Hocus to the Pocus. Um, that's sponsored by Rebecca Black and her new album called Friday. Um, so Grant, we also have another person with us today. His name is producer Phil. Phil? Hello, everybody. Tell everyone your social security number. Please don't. Okay. Just wait. I got right there. I was going to throw out like a real number, but then that's probably somebody else's identity. I know. And then you're like, well, you're uh, in a lawsuit now. So, sorry, my my monitor there. Um, So, Phil, Bette Midler is in this movie. Yeah. Um, When you think Bette Midler, what do you think of? I only know her from this movie. Really? Yeah, I I don't think I've seen anything else that she's been in. Seinfeld, except for Seinfeld. I've I've watched Seinfeld all the seasons like three times over. Me too. Um, But I, I, I can't, for whatever reason, I can't recall the episode that you and I were talking about the other day. But it's the softball one. What else? Oh, it's the under. It's called the understudy. It's called the understudy. And Jerry is dating Bette Midler's understudy in whatever it is, whatever show they're doing. She's in a Broadway show. It's a Broadway show. Uh, anyway, there's parts of it that sound familiar. Kramer but I, is her. It, Kramer ends up being like. Anyway, long story short, Bette Midler. Though other than that, I mean, what else has she been in? Grant. Uh, parental guidance. Oh, okay, okay. With. Uh, is it Billy Crystal? Billy Crystal. Yeah. 
Um, what else? Anything? Anything? She else? was on Pretty Little Liars. Pretty Little, Pretty Little Liars. So not much. Um, cool. She was actually a performer on American Idol on one episode. Isn't she more known for her Broadway? She like can her actual sing. Yeah. Yes. She can flat out sing. What I'm telling you, dude. Dudes. Um, so on the Horror Movie Podcast, Grant and Phil, you know this very well, both of you. We watch a movie. We then talk about that movie. We record that conversation. Um, this movie, we actually, and this is, a, you know, what is this? It's going to be what? The 18th. The 18th. So the, today's the 18th. So Halloween was, you know, two weeks ago or whatever. We actually watched this on Halloween. I'm going to be full disclosure here, folks. It's a new America, and I'm going full disclosure. I want you to be – I want to be square. I don't want any emails to come out later announcing that I lied about this. But we actually watched this on October 31st, Halloween. My son Miller was Batman. I thought he did a great job, guys. What yeah. do you think? Yes, Very definitely. Um, but also that night we sat around. We had some great fellowship, and we watched Hocus Pocus. Not really with the intention of it being on this podcast, right? No. But then as I'm watching it, I'm thinking, this is stupid. <laughs> like, even for a kid's movie. Like, even for, like, a Halloween Town scenario. This is pretty bad. But you know there's a cult following for this movie, right? Well, as well there should be. Like, some people love this movie. They yeah. watch it every year. Like, you're in a cult and you have to watch it. That's about the only thing I can think of that would make you want to watch this thing. Like, the lady I work with, she loves this movie. Well, you tell her. Who's that? Which one's that? Kelsey. Yeah, Kelsey, if you're listening, I'm going to tell you right now, this movie, <laughs> come on now. Come on. Anyway, call into the horror movie phone, 417-319-4677, and tell us, Kelsey, why? Why? Why in the world? Why is this so good to you? Anyway, so on this podcast, our first segment is a little segment. I like to call Time for Some Deets. Hocus Pocus, directed by Kenny High School Musical Ortega. Kenny Ortega directed a bunch of uh, Michael Jackson tours. He was actually directing the final the This Is It tour, which was going to be the Michael Jackson tour that he was going to end his career on and before he died. Um, produced by David Kirchner, which has done a lot of stuff. Screenplay by Mick Garris. Story by Mick Garris and David Kirchner. Starring Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker. Don't That's Matthew Broderick's wife, right? Yeah. Hmm. And um, Kathy Najimi, which you said, what's she? what else has she been in? She was in Dumb and Dumber, the animated series. <laughs> oh, <that's a laughs> Everyone huge that. watermark for her. <laughs> what was the other one I said? I, I only know her from Sister Act. The, the, oh, she was in King of the Hill. Yeah. Have you seen the Sister Act movies? No. Oh, man, they're, they're, they're actually pretty good. They're good, and then I made the comment one time how great they were, and they have, like, Sister Act 2 has, like, a 7% on Rotten Tomatoes. So oh, maybe, really? Yeah. Maybe I, it's been a while since I've one. seen the second one. The first one's actually a really good movie. Well, I'll be the judge <laughs> I think so. I'll be the judge of that. <laughs> um, yeah. So, we also have... Um, music by John Debney. I wouldn't normally talk about necessarily the music by it, but the music's a huge part of this movie, correct? Mm-hmm. Plays keyboard. He's done a lot of stuff. Um, 
he's done music for tons of it. He's done scores for The Passion of the Christ. Uh, Bruce Almighty, I Know What You Did Last Summer, Elf, which that's big. Yeah. Um, and then just a ton of movies. This guy it, this guy has one of those careers. But you don't even know who John Debney is. You know what I'm saying? But this guy, you know he lives in the Hollywood Hills in the largest house you've ever seen. Because he's done hundreds of movies and done the – he's won um, let's see, he's won three Emmys hmm. uh, for The Cape. Not the TV show, The Cape. Oh. Um, in 1997. This is a score. Well, that, uh, and that would be the TV show, right? Emmy is no. This is '97. The Cape came out like that movie. That that show came out like 2012 or whatever. Okay. Um, Sequest, and uh, this is music for those. And Young Riders, who knows? But he's also done all kinds of other random stuff. So he did the soundtrack for um, Hatfields and McCoys, Passion of the Christ, big time. John Debney. He did the soundtrack, the score for Spider-Man Three. Uh, release date, July 6th, 16th. What? Stop. July 16th, 1993. <laughs> I, know. I saw that too. Why? Summer is the worst time to release a movie A like Halloween this. movie? Yeah, it's so stupid. That's why they probably didn't make as much why money. Why wouldn't they just release this on Hall- around Halloween? I don't know. It, it would have killed at Halloween. That is dumb. Sorry. Sorry, Bet. Um, budget, $28 million. Box office, $39.5 million. That's not great. No. But we watched it. So obviously, classic. Got somebody hooked on it. I mean, this this movie has made a lot, like many, many more millions in the last couple decades. I guarantee you. Like, I, I bet it's eclipsed thirty nine point five just since then. And they keep saying they want a sequel, but it just hasn't happened. Do you know how many people own a copy of this movie in their home? Like parents and kids. Like they've sold a lot of DVDs. They need to make sure they release it um, on Halloween this time, or release it October first. And then, um, which again, I know no one releases movies October first. Why, why would you? Do I bet people rent this movie every year, like just rent well, it we over and over and over again for that yeah. purpose. Um, next segmento segment. That's segment. Um, is thirty second synopsis. Which one of you gentlemen would want to do thirty second synopsis? You know what? I I actually today, I think we have a special guest for thirty second synopsis. And our special guest's name is a person who thinks Hocus Pocus is the greatest movie of all time. Is that right? Yeah. Come here. The special guest today is Miller Ultramat. Miller, you have 30 seconds to tell us because Hocus Pocus is a serious movie. And for a serious movie lover like you, you're going to tell us. You have 30 seconds. Tell us about Hocus Pocus. Tell us all about the movie. Okay, ready? Go. Okay. So um, so the witch part was um a little creepy. I remember the house and the cat. So you're gonna have to remember that part if you go there. That did it. Okay. So so Hocus Pocus began with um this man finding a cat and I mean a three witches and it was super creepy when the cats fight the witches and so and the second part was maybe they go home and just and the guy the turned into a cat and that was and what else last part and that was just to the end the end is um um the end was a happy ending the zombie goes to sleep and and the cat was alive to a person then then blah 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 that's the, the end. end the end 
Alright, 54 seconds. Bye. Good job, Miller. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Alright, so that, that was pretty interesting. That was pretty interesting. Yeah. I don't remember I don't remember the movie being quite like that. No. No. He really liked the cat parts though. And the zombie. They all got turned into cats at one point. And the yeah. zombie went to sleep. Yep. And the cat said goodnight or whatever he said. And happy ending. Happy ending for yeah. the zombie. Pretty good. Jeez, I love it. It's so good. It's so good. Um so with that said, friends. Next up, we're gonna go over the plot of this movie. Okay? Um Are you ready? You guys ready? Yeah, let's do it. Time for some plots. <laughs> Not really. Alright. So in the Salem Salem Massachusetts, right? Yeah. Yep. Salem, Massachusetts. I thought it said Salem, Oregon. <laughs> no, not quite. So Salem, Massachusetts is known for their Salem witch trials, correct? Yes. 1693. 1993. They killed these witches. 1693. These witches. Thackeray Binks... Uh, he sees his sister, Emily Binks. That's not Jack using a lisp. He, that is his name. Thackeray, Thackeray Binks. Thackeray. Jar Jar's cousin. <laughs> um, Emily's the sister. Um, basically, these witches um, are trapping these kids. Um, they make... Thackeray is, yeah, is the guy, is the mm-hmm. kid... And later, is he, he's turned into a cat, correct? Yes. He is turned into a that cat. Part Miller, is, that, that part can't of Miller's... Die. <laughs> yeah, they cannot die. He gets to be a flat cat later in the movie. So the <laughs> Thackeray Binks sees his sister, and the sister's spirit gets sucked out by these witches, right? They're trying to <clears throat> preserve or oh, become yes. younger. Eternal youth. Yeah. They want to be young. Yes, and, and they beautiful. do, and Sarah Jessica Parker accomplishes this. The other, the other two... two mm. <laughs> but, with any rate... So, long story short, um, the townspeople are not having any of this mumbo-jumbo, this voodoo mamu juju. And so, they, what do they do to the witches? Hang them! Hang them. Burn them at the stake. And so, they did hang them, didn't they? They didn't burn them. They hanged them. But they lit on fire, didn't they, at some point? When they are fire at some point? Uh, They had torches. So, um, they say, we will return from the dead. And we will curse your children. Segway, 300 years to 1993. Halloween night. <laughs> Which, again, why would you release this movie anytime In other July. than October? Yeah, so weird. Whoa. Oh, gosh. So freaking hot outside. Just got done seeing Jurassic Park. I know what I want to watch. Hocus Pocus. In the theater. It's a movie about Halloween and witches. July is a great movie for witches. I feel like even scary movies that don't take place on Halloween still get released at Halloween. This movie is literally on Halloween. Like the whole mm. movie is on Halloween night. It makes no sense to move move it to the summer. So stupid. <laughs> kind of weird. So dumb. They show back up because... A virgin. A virgin lights a candle, right? Mm-hmm. And that's how... That's basically to get, um, to get them trapped in time or whatever they were... This virgin lights this candle. Because he thinks it's hocus pocus. Yeah, but it's not. It's not a jokus. It's hocus pocus. <laughs> coming to theaters near you in July. Um, and so they decide that they're going to come back and ta- try to take over the town, right? They have until daybreak. Yes. 
to enslave the, to steal the children of the town. So the hilarity ensues. So they are. They're basically uh, the the movie. Then goes to um, Max, who's the main kid. Correct. Mm-hmm. He's the kid that lights the candle, the black flame candle, and he resurrects these witches. Um, Max also has a sister named Danny. D A N I. It's a girl. Uh, promises to go trick or treating. We are uh, during this trick or treating. We are introduced before that actually. He's new in town, correct? They moved to this yep. house from California, from Cali, and he's a surfer dude. And he is introduced to these two bullies named Ice and Jay. So stupid. By the way, Jay has Tobias Jelinek, who plays Jay. He's been in a lot of movies, and actually, this bag uh, Bagby guy who plays Ice has been in some movies too. Ice though is the worst character I've ever seen in a movie. Oh, he's terrible. <laughs> you know how we know his name is Ice? It's shaved in the back of his head. Because <laughs> he shaved it into the back of his head. And he reminds me of Smash Mouth's lead singer. Oh, yeah. But that guy probably could act. <laughs> I feel like Smash Mouth's lead singer could act. Anyway, Ice, Ice. Gosh, he's so stupid. He's bad. No offense, Smash Mouth's lead singer. I'm sorry if I insulted <laughs> you. I'm sorry. So, basically, Max um, Max lights the candle. He steals Winfred, who's the main witch, her, her spell book. Um He's giving advice from Binks the cat. You forgot Allison. Oh, Allison's the girl he wants to impress. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Um, she comes along yes. to this house, to this haunted house. They'd sneak in. <coughs> and um, He wants to do more than just impress her, by the way. like One of the most awkward scenes in the movie, this is a movie for kids, right? Oh, <laughs> yes. there's, there's a scene where he's in his bed. He's like alone in his bedroom. And he's like, I, I'm not going to get graphic because the movie doesn't get graphic, but he's like, he's like, oh, Allison, you're so soft. And he's like... Him and the pillow? Him and the pillow are getting really close, let's just say. <laughs> what did he say? He said something about... I like your yabos. Yabos! Yeah. Okay, so, but that's at the party. That's, oh that's my later, gosh. but yeah. That's what his sister says. Yeah, I wrote down the exact quote. There's there's a lot of sexual innuendo in this yeah, movie. It's, so. It was kind of awkward. But the exact quote was, um, and this is Thor Birch, who plays yabos. his sister, Danny. Uh, she's 10. She's a 10-year-old. And she, she goes, I couldn't wear anything like that, referring to what Allison is wearing, uh, because I don't have any, what do you call them, Max? Yabos? <laughs> Max likes your yabos. In fact, he loves them. <laughs> I was, just, as we're watching this, and poor Miller's like sitting, you know, sitting next to me on the chair. I was just like, uh, "Don't listen to this, Miller. Don't repeat anything you're hearing." The worst. <laughs> and it's a kids' movie, a yeah, Disney movie. It's terrible. Um, so um, basically, they go to this haunted house. Um, he lights the black candle, the black flame candle. It lets the witches out. Who let the witches out? Max, Max, Max. And the <laughs> plot continues through their, um, gosh. Um, they they want to continue to steal the children. Um, they try to capture Danny. Luckily, uh, Max, Danny, and uh, Binks, the, with the help of Binks the cat, escape. They steal Winfred's book. Um, the witches chase them through, um, this is so weird, too, the cemetery Winfred resurrects Billy Butcherson, who is, she, it says, her unfaithful lover. Yeah, because he fell in love with Sarah Jessica Parker's witch. 
So she killed her? She Did she kill him? And so does Mouth Shut. Gosh. She's a psychopath. She is a witch, a murderous witch. Um, so then other stupidity happens. They're trying to uh, get used to be living in the 20th century. Um, they steal some broomsticks. Um, they can't cross the sidewalk because they think it's like a black river of yes, death. Yes, it is. But people are dressed <laughs> up. And they're out trick-or-treating, and I think that, that, I think that throws them off uh, quite a bit, too. Um, let's see what else. They meet Satan. Oh, yes. Um, Frank Marshall, okay, from, from many movies. He died recently, actually. Huh. Frank Marshall uh, is dressed up for Halloween at his house, waiting for trick-or-treaters as Satan. Mm-hmm. Penny Marshall, his sister, actually, I'm assuming they're supposed to be husband and wife or some scenario in this movie. Um, they're there, but they knock on this door, and and he opens it up, and he's and they're like, "Oh, you're you're here, we master, thought, master!" Which is hilarious <laughs> that they, you know, think he's Satan. They come in. Um, basically, there's there's innuendo in this as well. Oh yeah, where the uh, basically uh, it's. Awkward with the wife sitting there, and um, yeah, because Sarah wants to dance with her. Sarah Jessica Parker's character is also named Sarah. Yes, uh, yeah, Sarah. Um, whatever the last their last name is, the sister of Sanderson. Last name. Sanderson. Sarah Sanderson wants to dance with uh, the devil. <laughs> I feel like that's a song in the pale moonlight. Yeah, it's from the Joker from Batman. <laughs> um, so they basically um, are. Running around, they've got to get they, they they've got to get these kids rounded up before midnight. Um, basically, it's one sticky kind of jokester junk after another. There's a lot of really anything weird, that sticks out to us. There's a lot of weird looks from um, Mary. That's uh, uh, Kathy Najimy. Like she has like this sideways mouth thing that she does, where she's <laughs> she's like kind of cockeyed with her mouth the whole time she's talking, and it's just it's really dumb and. Doesn't make any sense. Um, Mary, uh, that same character, she has like her special power, like her magic powers that she can smell kids. Like she can smell children. I'm not making this up. And um, they get to a point where there's kids everywhere and she's like, I don't get it. I smell children, but I don't see any children <laughs> because and she doesn't they take the mask off the kid because <laughs> they, they don't realize that all of the little people that it's con- swarming all around them are actually children in disguise oh because gosh. it's Halloween night. <laughs> I'm just like, Oh, this is so stupid. Yes. Um, so they basically, um, they've got to figure out a way to get all the kids but they uh, gotta get rid of the parents first. And how do they do that? They show up at this like nightclub where they're having this Halloween party, and Winifred, uh, Bette Midler's witch, uh, shows up and sings this song that puts a spell on them. And I sp- I put a spell on you. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they're all trapped there. You know it. And so now they can go get their children. And they have to sing and dance until they die. <laughs> but what happens when a kid named Max runs into Billy, the crazy uh, zombie? Um, at any rate, um, so they are chasing him around. They go to the high school. Yes. The kids trap them in a kiln mm-hmm. to light them on fire and burn them alive. Kids are celebrating because that's what they do. 
and um, with some horrible jumping around. The witch's the curse. They come back from the dead, right? Well, they want they want to set Binks free. So then the witches are kind of at a point where it's hopeless. And then they open up the book and it becomes like a lighthouse for the witches to come find it. Which that book was so, that was a direct reference of Evil Dead. Did you get that idea? Hmm. The, the book, like it's, it's like a, it's got like an eyeball, eyeball on it. it yeah. It's kind of alive. It's, it's the Necronomicon from oh, that's cool. the e- Evil Dead. Like Kenny Ortega apparently, or the story writer apparently is just seen ripped, Evil Dead. Well, he just ripped it off. Like, I mean, he, they just pulled that right out of the pages of that Gosh. movie. Uh, what's next? Let's see. Um, basically, though, now they they mesmerize all the kids too, right? Yes. As soon as they mesmerize as, all the kids, as soon as they kidnap Danny, yes. they're flying back, and then Sarah sings her little song. Uh-huh. Come, little children. Awkward. Um, I didn't, and I I didn't think she was a terrible singer, but. I mean, compared like if you have two songs and one sung by Bette Midler and one sung by Je- Sarah Jessica Parker, she's going to sound terrible. <laughs> so the kids are lured to Sanderson's uh, cottage. Mm-hmm. It's a really creepy song. Yes, too. and they're tricking the witches. Uh, okay, well, they they show up the cottage and they use. They're like, oh, it's hopeless, but they use the headlights of the car. Daylight savings. Time. Yes, daylight savings time, <laughs> and they turn the lights on, and the witches think it's uh, morning time. And then they basically because they're gullible. Yeah, they're they gullible. Well, they don't know any better. They don't know any better. Bye, Dad. Um, and then um, they um, then they decide that uh, they run away. They go to uh, the cemetery. Max runs into uh, Billy, cuts the stitches off his mouth, um, and uh, lets him talk. Right? Yeah. And then he basically... He helps them. That's the big turn. And uh, the witches attack. Uh, she attempts to uh, to take Danny. And... Um, they have this potion that they're going to suck the souls out of the children for. And they have just enough potion left for Danny. But then they get a hold of the potion. And at this time, Winifred has Danny. And then Max decides to be the hero, He's the and hero. he drinks the potion. So now Winifred has to take Max. Sad. Um, Vinks, though, gets hurt in this fracas. Uh, and then, um, like you said, Max uh, drinks <laughs> drinks it, commits suicide, basically. Sun rises. Uh, Winifred doesn't drain Max's life force Uh she falls into the ground. Winford is in uh, is in petrified, then turns into dust. They explode in the most stupid way. And her sisters explode. <laughs> Bye. Um, Kapow. Billy returns to the grave, like you said, he, or like Miller said, he was sleepy, tired, and he went to sleep. And um, Binks um, dies, freeing his soul. But luckily, he does come back. Right. Uh, as the boy, right? What's his like name? He's like a, like a ghost angel kind of. kind of ghost. Yes. And then his sister, whose sister meets him up? Meets Emily. Up Emily. He's right there. Okay. And then they uh, they go on to the afterlife 
they, they walk into a beaming light. Well, like they a, lived. A gate. They, they well, they actually, they lived on the island uh, for a while there, <laughs> and they all met up at the church at the end of the uh, last season of Lost, and they were there too, and they all walked into spoilers for Lost, apparently. Yeah, just because. I guess so, if you haven't watched it by now, that my friends is hocus pocus. Not a lot of movie there. A lot, lot of shtick. A lot of running, running around in circles and. Falling on, falling over stuff. Billy's like a bumbling zombie that can't, apparently can't do anything. Like they, they evade him in the the most simple ways just by simply running away, and he like trips on something. <laughs> There's a lot of that kind of stuff in the movie. And they really play off the stupidity of the witches. You know, you know, it's hard to watch this movie now. Um, I did watch it when it first came out back in the in the 90s, but. Um, and I don't think I thought this at the time, so maybe it's not fair to say this now, but um, were you guys distracted by how slow they were when they were flying on their brooms? <laughs> they were go- they were going literally three miles an hour. Well, because they, it's just, <laughs> they didn't use any CGI, I don't I know, it's just that. like harness stuff or whatever. But like, in a, in, in a world, in a world where kids <laughs> are growing up on Harry freaking Potter. <laughs> this looks so stupid. It looks so bad. Like, th- there's literally one part where Mary is, um, is like... Uh, she's trying to save Winnie like Winnie's in trouble it's at the end of the movie and she's like oh, I'll, I'll, I'm coming Winnie and and she like and she like kind of like like veers off like kind of leans to the right and and goes like two or three miles an hour just to the side of the camera to the side but of the screen it was like oh my gosh she's, she's on the she, it's gonna take her five player. minutes to get there but I felt like <laughs> I felt like though it's almost like you had to say okay this is also sort of a musical and there's, There's a point where you're like it's not a musical though. I know, but like you 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 have to I guess you have to suspend reality and think this is being performed on stage. Yeah. Because if you were watching a play, that's what would happen. Like you'd be mm-hmm. like, Oh look, they're flying. Oh, we're flying and we're flying on broomsticks. Flying on broomsticks to the moon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's my song from uh Hocus Pocus the musical. Um, I, I see what you're saying though. Like if this was Hocus Pocus live, mm-hmm. like they've been doing at Christmas time, yes. you know, they, they do sound of music live and all that. If it was Hocus Pocus live, you would not be just as, as distracted, but watching it in a film, I was just like, that looks so fake. <laughs> yeah. That's so stupid. So stupid. And, and what's with all the, I, 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 growing up, I used to call it monk, the monkey walk. I don't know what you guys called it. Like, so you, like you go, you walk arm in arm with a friend and uh, like your right leg goes over that person's left leg, yes. And then th- that person's left leg goes over your right leg, right? And like you just keep keep going back and forth and forth. That's apparently the only way the three of them can walk. That's his <laughs> choreography style, though, isn't it? <laughs> I'm looking for anything that says why they released it in the summer. Yeah, and I got nothing. Like it's I, weird. I, you figure they'd say, oh, it's because uh, it says photography began in October of 1992. It completed February 10th, 1993. So they must have gotten done and thought, well, we can't. They were, it, it initially was just going to be a, an original film on Disney Channel. Hmm. And then they're like, oh, this is a really good movie. We should put it, on, uh, put it out in theaters. Yeah, it was going to be like a made-for-TV, wasn't it? Yeah. One of those Disney original channel movies. Midler, Midler is quoted as saying, Hocus Pocus was the most fun I'd had in my career up to that point. So good for her. Yeah. I mean, I guess she has had fun doing it. That's... Daytime scenes were filmed in Salem, 
Marblehead, Massachusetts. Huh. But most of it was shot on sound stages in Burbank. And you can tell it's oh, it's pretty static. I mean, not even a chance to that. Yeah. So anyway, um, what do we think? What are some goods of this movie, Grant? Well, um, if you don't want a gory Halloween movie, yes, and you want to watch it with your family, yeah, it's a good one. That's good, Phil. Goods. Yikes. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, d- I guess I did laugh a couple times. Um, There's some funny parts. I kind of la- laughed when um, Mary, like they didn't have, couldn't find a broomstick for Mary. And so she grabbed a uh, vacuum cleaner and went flying on that instead. And then like the wire is like dangling behind her. Stupid. I don't know. There are a couple lines here and there that were kind of funny. Um, by the way, that was Gary Marshall, not, not Frank Marshall. Oh, anyway. Um, but, I think he's still alive. No, he died. He is the one that died recently. Frank is the dad. He's probably been dead for a long time. Sorry, Frank. Is that what? Okay. Um, long story short, I think the best part of this movie, obviously their their ability to cast Bette Midler. Oh, yeah. She's yes. great. Is, the, is their best. And honestly, Sarah, Sarah Jessica Parker's career hadn't really taken off at this point to the level it was. She was in stuff. Um, you know, she was in Footloose. Oh, really? Yeah. She's young. She's in Footloose. Oh, hmm. And then she's the friend. She's the main actress's friend. Um, and then um, the what are some bads? Uh, the plot line isn't very good. Um, the writing is horrible. Ice is brilliant. Man, ice. <laughs> Jeez. Ice, ice, ice. Phil? Bads. Um, I don't know about you guys. Maybe you liked her. I did. I did not like Sarah Jessica Parker's character at all. I thought she was. She's actually really annoying. Like when you watch the trailer and she's like, "Amaka, amaka, amaka." I was just like, "Stop talking." Yeah, stop yakking, please. Um. Yeah, and she's basically. Can I? I don't know if I can say this. She's walking cleavage. That's kind of her. Her role in this is that she is um, dumb. Yeah. She's that's her. She she's basically just there for looks. Yes. Yes. And uh, she's there for looks, that's for sure. Um, what else? Anybody else? Anything else that was good? That was good or bad? What did I say, bad? What's mm-hmm. the bad? What's the other bad? Um, I don't. It's it's hard to gauge a '90s movie because, like, I, I I honestly thought like some of the makeup and costuming wasn't great. Um, I thought Bette Miller was awesome, yeah. but like the other characters, I didn't think that looked that great. Like the, um, I know like the witches are, they're trying to make them look whitewashed, kind of like, you know, um, washed out real pale, but I don't know. It just looks really fake to me. Um, and for some reason they put Thor Birch, uh, who went on to do much better movies than, than this movie, um, is terrible. Mm-hmm. She's absolutely a terrible actress in this movie. Uh, she's also a child actor, so you know, yeah. take that with a grain of salt. Ooh. But um, they they give her like this ruby red lipstick, which is really awkward to see on a ten year old girl, um, and it, and just kind of make her this like sassy, like annoying kid sister. But I think she's supposed to be likable. Like I think kids want to be like kind of like, be like her as they're watching it. But there's absolutely nothing you would want your kids to emulate. I don't know. <laughs> I I just was really confused by very weird all that. Yes. But, um, overall soundtrack, probably okay, but, you know. Yeah, it was pretty good. Not just mm-hmm. tremendous. <clears throat> well, there we go. Let's rate this movie. Grant, scale of one being 
bad, five being horrible. What is this movie, dude? I mean, if it were when it came out, I would say with that generation, probably like a 2.5. Okay. But I feel like nowadays it'd be like a four. Four? Yeah, it'd be horrible. Yeah. Like you said, Phil, compared to the Harry Potter scenes with the witches. Wow. Wow. This would be the worst Quidditch team we've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> and they win. A lot by two nothing. They would never catch the golden snitch. <laughs> never <laughs> catch the golden snitch. Rate it, Phil. Uh, <laughs> I've seen most of the movies that we've done on this podcast, and I know their movies are worse than this. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go two. I, I I think I think it's pretty bad, but there's there's some fun moments. I I, I think I'm going two mostly just because I think kids would actually enjoy it. Like hearing Miller get excited about the cat and like all the cat. the visual <laughs> stuff, the funny stuff. Like I think for the audience that they're trying to market this, this movie is not for us. Like yeah. it's, it's not for 20 and 30 something guys. Um, I, I would say it's probably not the worst movie you could show your kids at Halloween. So yeah, I'm going to go two. Okay. I'm saying it's a three and it's because it is a, uh, visually at times low budget nightmare. But like, it looks like a play to me, or it looks like something like that. But like, it's a little bit higher budget. Um, okay, so where Grant? I said this earlier. You are a huge Cubs fan. Mm-hmm. <coughs> What's next? What's next for the Cubs? Well, what do they bring back? They only lose about two or three players that did awesome. Mm-hmm. So. Um, their core players are signed to like 2020. Oh, wow. So, so they're good. They have a good window at this point. Okay. And as long as they stay healthy, they definitely should make the playoffs. Maybe win one or two more in this time. Okay. So. Oh, you think they could win one or two more World Series? Yes. You think this could be a big streak? Yes. Okay. Why not? Yeah. Strike while the iron's hot, is what I always mm-hmm. say when I'm making horseshoes you want to strike with that iron's hot cool man yeah what else has been going on phil anything else been going on what have you been into lately um for a while there last week i was following the election pretty closely oh. but Woo! yeah it was a while i'm glad one. that's over i am too i was gonna say honestly i'm glad I'm re- that's over i'm ready to move on i'm ready for america to heal up and move past this and just don't I don't look forward to I technically it ends up being, you know, two years from now where we have to talk about this all this crap again. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. Um but as of right now I'm glad it's over. I'm glad yeah. it's over. No more ads. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I guess on a more positive note, um so Jack, you and I play in a band and Yeah. Gr- and Grant's wife sings in that band. <laughs> and uh we've been recording like a, a worship album, yes. uh, like Christian worship. Yes. Um, over the last month or so, and we're getting pretty close to releasing it. So yes, darn close to getting it done. That's what I've been into. Um, it's been a, for you, for Phil, folks, Phil's put a lot of time in the studio in the last three weeks. It's been fun, though. You like recording yeah. a lot, don't you? Oh, yeah. And that's kind of the whole point of it. Like, I just, I've always enjoyed recording. It's fun. It's good times. I like recording 
audio or if I'm playing drums. And it's great. It's so, awesome. Yeah. So Jack plays the drums on it. I play keyboard and sing on it. And Caitlin sings. And she did a great job on yeah. her songs. And Amanda, my wife, sings yep. on it. Yep. Um, Laurie Chester sings on yeah, it. Yeah, she's been on the podcast. Um, Jared will be on it post- posthumously. Yes. <laughs> Wait, that means he's dead. Yeah, that's not the right word there. Rest no. in peace, Jared. No, oh, don't, don't say that. <laughs> He's alive. Jared's totally still alive. <laughs> he actually went recently to the Adobe Max conference, and I'm going to have him on Yeah. so he can talk about this conference, because it was a big deal. Yeah. He got to... Um, he he was there in the room with Tarantino. Yeah, totally. So, Quentin pretty, pretty Tarantino. Cool. Not Totino's Pizza, but <laughs> Quentin Tarantino. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, the stories he can tell, I'm not going to tell his stories for him. We'll let, let him tell them. He has on the some podcast, good stories. Yeah, they're pretty good. Um, my last thing is I'm telling you folks, if, now don't let the kids be in the room when you watch this, but man, Westworld's so good. I like future shows a lot, and that's it's got some awesome stuff. There are some major stuff, though, man. I'm telling you, don't make sure, make sure you have no kids around. Not family friendly. And if you're not, hey, I, 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 here's what I'm going to say, folks. For me, I can handle watching what that show has on it. Some people, it's not their boat. So I'm not saying you're not getting, um, definitely it's not a Francis Chan uh, video, okay? <laughs> definitely it's not an episode of Family Feud, okay? There is some serious stuff in there that maybe you don't want to handle. And I understand that. For me, I can handle it. It's an adult show. It's a good show. They're not going to re-air it on Focus on the Family anytime soon. No, no, I could see them cutting out some parts and um, putting it on <laughs> syndication on regular TV, but HBO never does things like that. So they might. They'd be dumb not to with Game of Thrones. I don't know. That's what I'm into. Cool. Playing music, sweet recording stuff. Um, just been trying to do my thing. Yolo. You only live once. You only live once. You only let YOLO. That's why I live my life. YOLO. I've also been watching a lot of Chiefs football oh, this season. It's yeah, been they're playing really pretty fun. good this year. They're they're yeah. not it's not the greatest Chiefs team of all time. But they're they're good. Their their defense is top you know, top I think they had at the time of this recording, I think they have like the most interceptions in the NFL. Like they're they're doing pretty good. Um and Grant's Grant and Caitlin are going to see yep. a game. Going to watch them play the Buccaneers. Here we go, oh, famous Jameis. the Buccaneers. <laughs> but yeah, I am um, fully uh, believing. Here comes basketball season. That basketball season is going to get here, and it's going to be great. So Go Comets. Comets will be okay in basketball. Especially the great junior high. I don't know about that. But, um, <laughs> I don't know about that. Probably. That was a great game the other night. It was. Um, I am excited about many things. And, um, yeah. Anything else? Enjoy your weekend, people. Enjoy your weekend. Yeah. And um, let's just do this. I'm going to see if let's play. If I hit play here, Bill. Yeah. If I play this. Probably. Guys, thanks for tuning in to the Horror Movie Podcast. Um, it's been a great week. It's been a phenomenal week, actually. What am I saying? Great week. Um, phenomenal week of podcast fun. Hocus focus. And yeah, we're out. All right. Thanks for tuning in. Love you guys. 
We'll see you next time on the Horror Movie Podcast. Sponsored by Spotify. And NBC's new comedy, Perfect 10. (laughs) Starring Sandra Bullock as Sandy Perfect. What happens? What happens when a single lady has to date 10 guys in a matter of two weeks? Well, the hilarity ensues when her parents won't buy her that condo in Florida that she's wanted her whole life unless she dates 10 men because she's afraid that she's about ready to give up on finding a man. Tune in with Bradley Cooper. It's her boyfriend with a heart of gold. And the upstairs neighbor, Pucko. Starring Danny DeVito as Pucko. That's right, it's Perfect 10. Coming to NBC this fall. Along with Par for the Course. And Wings 2. Return to Nantucket. And Night Elf. (laughs) And Urkel the Scientist. That's right, it's Urkel the Scientist. (laughs) That's right, it's Urkel the Scientist. Urkel goes to work at a college. But what happens when all of his friends move in too? And... Their lady friend interest, what's her name? Winslow. Laura Winslow. Laura Winslow moves in across the way. What happens when four nerds try to hang out with a cool girl like Laura Winslow? The hilarity ensues. Come in, the NBC this fall. That's Urban Designers. All right, enough. See you, Phil. God Thanks, bless Jack. you. Grant, you're great. Phil, you're great. Kings of Leon are also great. See you soon. Hocus Pocus! <laughs> <laughs>